Inside the Chamber is brought to you by presenting sponsor, Naperville Bank and Trust. Welcome to Inside the Chamber. I'm Kaylin Risvold, President and CEO of the Naperville Area Chamber of Commerce. Inside the Chamber is where we give you a peek behind the curtain and really dive deep into a topic that's important to our business community. And goodness, do we have a very generous business community here in Naperville and the surrounding area. And that generosity is one thing that the Naperville Area Chamber of Commerce wants to help support and celebrate. In 2020, we created a new committee at the Chamber, the Corporate Social Responsibility Committee, or CSR. Today, we're going to dive into what is CSR and how you and your business can get involved. We are joined today by our CSR committee chair, Beth Lopez, by our CSR marketing chair, Paul Fife, and our committee member, Casey Chitwood. Thank you all for joining us here today and for sitting on the Corporate Social Responsibility Committee. And I'm just going to get dive right in. Beth, what is Corporate Social Responsibility? Well, in a nutshell, corporate social responsibility is your company's identity as a citizen of the community. It's your corporate citizenship. And a lot of things fall under corporate social responsibility. It's really kind of the umbrella that houses other topics like diversity, equity, inclusion, environmental responsibility, philanthropy, volunteerism. It all kind of falls under corporate social responsibility. And Paul, why is it important for businesses to even care and to want to give back and want to care about CSR? Why do they want to care? Well, when you have corporate responsibility or social responsibility, I should say, um, it trickles down to, you know, if it's embedded into your culture, it trickles down to the employees. So uh, studies have shown that um, employee retention goes up employee productivity goes up, um, clients feel more engaged and invested in what you do because you're making a difference in their community. So the stakeholder relationship changes. So I think, yes, it matters. Yes, it feels good, but also the proof is in the numbers. Absolutely. And now, Casey, from the not-for-profit side, how does corporate social responsibility um, impact you all? Well, certainly partnering within the community elevates all of us and helps us to develop a tighter knit safety net for especially those families and community members who need us to support them. It's, it's a mindset that we hope more and more corporations and companies will adapt so that we can work together to support everyone in our community. So, Paul, Beth had talked a little bit about how CSR is this umbrella outside of just, you know, companies giving back. What are practical ways that companies can enact CSR policies? Well, uh, volunteerism certainly is, is a big one, right? Um, getting your employees to volunteer. Um, sustainability is a big one, too. Um, and how companies are, are putting programs in place to save the environment. Um, and then philanthropy, of course. Um, and then I would say the fourth most important uh, is, is your social impact. Um, that would be your community partnerships and ethics, transparency, equity and inclusion, 
So those are the big four, volunteerism, sustainability, philanthropy, and sustainability. Awesome. Now, you mentioned volunteerism. Casey, how has the pandemic impacted volunteerism when people are staying home more? Casey works at the Alive Center. Um, and so tell us a little bit about how that's adjusted throughout the pandemic. Well, we've been fortunate enough, all of us, I think, to adapt effectively as much as we can to working virtually. So in some ways, we've been able to connect volunteers with our community, which is serving youth and teens, of course, through uh, virtual programming that allows mentors and other compassionate adults to work directly with our youth. But of course, it has been difficult to uh, traditionally volunteer in terms of coming into the center, that one-on-one -on -one relationship that might develop, that mentorship that might become part of a child's experience at the Alive Center has certainly been impacted. And, and we hope more and more uh, opportunities are going to become available soon for us to connect personally, of course. Absolutely. And I know volunteerism is a really big part of corporate social responsibility. Beth, that's something that the Corporate Social Responsibility Committee, together with the Not-for-Profit Committee and Giving to Page, is going to come together in April and really work on making giving back a really big thing. Can you talk to us a little bit about what's coming down the pike and how the chamber is trying to make it easier for businesses and employees to volunteer? Sure. Um, well, we have a national week of volunteer um, services in April, and the chamber is going to try to make that as easy as possible. And as you mentioned, um, through our committee, the Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Committee, and the Non-for-Profit Committee, we're all going to work together to provide as many a plug, I, I would call them plug-and-play opportunities um, for your company or even individuals in the community to just kind of come in and uh, find a perfect opportunity for them to volunteer. It could be, um, I think we often come to volunteerism with this concept of, oh, we're all going to come together and build a home, or we're all going to come together and pick up trash. But really, um, volunteerism comes together on many different platforms. It could be as simple as offering your company services, what you do really well as a company, um, to a, an organization that really needs that service. Uh, if you're a, a marketing professional, a lot of nonprofits need marketing professionals and maybe can't afford to pay for them. So the in-kind uh, service is, is really appreciated and very much needed. So all of those opportunities are gonna come together, um, be listed clearly, and you can just pick one and, and run with it. Well, Beth, that's the perfect segue to Paul. Um, so Paul Feithler is at Paul Gregory Media. And actually back at our gala in February, we awarded their business with our Shining Star Award for doing just that by giving back to the community. Um, so thank you so much for doing that. And tell us a little bit about, you know, what that, not necessarily what the award meant to you, but the work you did that really earned you that award and why it was important for you to do that. Well, thank you for that recognition, Kaylin, and from the chamber. Um, that does mean a lot to me and my entire team. Uh, in 2018, we really stepped up our efforts in our in-kind giving uh, and donated 200 plus hours to nonprofit organizations. And then a year later in 2019, we tripled that to over 600 hours. 
And in 2020, the pandemic hit. So we were, uh, like everyone else, budgets were cut, the projects were paused. So we decided to be part of the solution and talk to area nonprofits and what they needed most. And of course, we're a marketing agency. So that's what, uh, we it's the area where we can best serve nonprofits. So we gave 2,400 hours um, last year, which is incredible. If you think about a full-time person, it would just typically 2,080 hours. It's more than one full-time person. And we have a staff of four plus two part-timers. So it was a really big effort um, on our part. And here's the amazing thing. Our team got really jazzed up about it. And they they loved doing the work, but they loved the new relationships that were formed with these nonprofits. We also, in addition to that, gave 10 grants worth about $7,000 each. So these new companies that we targeted underfunded nonprofits for that, for those grants that served an underserved population. So um, it was just amazing to see and, and see, I mean, through Zoom, <laughs> that our employees were really jazzed up about helping the nonprofits complete their mission and, and widen their, their awareness and their reach. Yeah, so and like you said earlier, it's a win-win-win. You know, it helps the not-for-profits, and it helps your business and retention. There's so CSR plays such a big role. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more about CSR in a few minutes. We're going to take a quick break, so stay with us. Inside the Chamber is brought to you by presenting sponsor, Naperville Bank & Trust. Naperville Bank and Trust has the expertise, knowledge, and experience to help you reach your business goals. They provide all the tools that you would ask uh, that we as a growing business need of a bank. Most importantly to me, it's a, a great personal relationship we have with Tom and John and, and our bankers. It was the best thing we could have done in banking. And banking can be very cold. What the bank brings to us is, is that warm feeling when you come into the bank and people say, hi, Greg. It's about being part of the community again, about being a name again, about having credit for who your business is instead of just being, well, instead of just being a number. Naperville Bank and Trust, bring it home. Want to get more eyes on your business while supporting Naperville's nonprofit TV station? Advertise on NCTV17.com, which draws tens of thousands of viewers each week for the latest in local news, sports, and events. Or put an ad in NCTV17 News Update, an email sent to thousands of subscribers every Monday through Friday. Visit NCTV17.com slash advertising for details. Inside the Chamber is brought to you by presenting sponsor, Naperville Bank and Trust. Welcome back. One thing that companies can do to really support CSR is by giving VTO. VTO is volunteer time off. And Beth, I know this is something that they do at Phoenix and that you and I have talked about, but can you talk a little bit about what is VTO, why it's important, and how companies can encourage their employees to use it? Sure. Um, volunteer time off uh, is structured very similarly 
paid time off, PTO, VTO. Um, and at Phoenix, we offer eight hours of volunteer time off a year, and an employee can submit uh, for that benefit just like they would pay time off. So uh, they can um, work with their supervisor, schedule that time, um, say they're gonna go to the animal shelter for uh, an afternoon. They get four hours of paid time off to go in, apply um, their time and energy doing something they're passionate and excited about doing in terms of giving back to the community. And Beth, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head, and, and we've talked about this before as well. We have so many not-for-profits in our area. There is something you can find that you're passionate about. In the chamber alone, we have more than 111 not-for-profits. If people want to give back and, and volunteer, they don't have to volunteer anywhere. They can volunteer at something that's personal to them. And why is it important that people make that personal connection when they volunteer? Well, I mean, it's it's very similar to why you would want to have a corporate social responsibility policy in the first place. I mean, if you think about your company as as a citizen of the of the community, and I'm a citizen of the community, there's certain things that are near and dear to my heart. For example, um, music and, and art is near and dear to my heart. So to see that part of my community thrive and um, expand and reach more people is really important to me. Um, being able to do that with my company support is invaluable, really. Um, and and as a company, it's it's a it's a wonderful opportunity for us in terms of recruiting new talent too. To say, you know what, we recognize you as an individual and know that you have issues that are important to you, we want to support you in those issues and, and give you the opportunity to um, do what you want to do to support the community, our community, and the company as well. Absolutely. Now, we've talked a lot about volunteerism. Casey, what are other ways that the not-for-profits interact with the business community outside of just volunteerism? Certainly, in, in addition, they can support the organizations that as a group they may discuss and, and decide as a corporation or as a agency that they want to support and, and that might be in the form of sponsorships or perhaps in-kind donations like Paul mentioned. Um, he gave some great examples of different ways nonprofits are seeking support, certainly financially is one, but connecting us with other members of the community that will help better serve the populations we're committed to serving can also broaden the effect of that safety net I mentioned. I feel like this topic is so broad. Um, it's almost too broad at times to really understand what all is under that CSR umbrella. Paul, can you talk to me a little bit about how the CSR committee in the chamber is working to really break that into bite-sized pieces and where people, businesses in our community member can find out information about the specificities of CSR? You are right, it is very, very broad, um, and it covers a lot of different topics, and there's a lot of subtopics and, and sub-activities within each of those. So our, uh, our program committee had really taken a lot of time in the last uh, several months really articulating that and breaking it down, and it's in the form of a toolkit. So that can be downloaded from the CSR committee page, 
And that toolkit um, is not just educational. It doesn't just break down the definitions and, and what things are. It's actually uh, a workbook, if you will. And you could actually take some action uh, steps. There's some plans and action plans in the workbook that I found very, very well done. And uh, people can download that and, and really put to, you know start a, a program or a culture in place of their workplace right now, and maybe even start with something as simple as a volunteer program. Um, and when you talk about the business community working with the nonprofit community, also on that same uh, CSR committee page is a portal connected to our partner giving you page. And all those nonprofits that are chamber that are chamber members that have op volunteer opportunities listed, um, those are listed in the portal. And so if you want to search for um, animals or um, horses, maybe you want to do something with uh, with that, um, or you want to work with uh, oh, there's there's so many there. Uh, there's virtual opportunities, virtual volunteering opportunities that you can do remotely. There's board service. So if you want to be paired with a, a nonprofit and, and do board service and, and volunteer your time in that way, so many opportunities. So that portal is is really great because it's filterable, it's searchable, and it's very easy to get involved today. So those are the two ways that uh, that are that are available right on the CSR committee page. Which I love that you're talking about. Get involved today. You know, there are so many barriers to everything in the world that, you know, you Google, you go down the rabbit hole, and it's it's hard to find out all the information. But the way you describe the toolkit, it's something that people can log on and do something and really start to make that impact today and not push it off any longer. Awesome, thank you. Now, Beth, tell us a little bit more about the committee itself. Um, you're the new chair of the committee this year. Sure. So tell us kind of what are your visions for the committee this year and how you help uh, hope to help lead the businesses to really be intentional about CSR programs. Sure, well, we're a committee of about 15 people. Um, we are a good mix of businesses and nonprofits uh, representatives on that committee. We meet every Wednesday, uh, currently online, um, every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. I'm not every Wednesday, one <laughs> Wednesday morning a month at 8 a.m. Um, so uh, I, as Paul mentioned, we have a um, programming committee and a marketing committee within the um, CSR committee itself, and we really strive to create uh, programming and solid content that our chamber members can use to create a CSR program in their company. And what I love about the toolkit that uh, Paul mentioned is it meets everybody where they are. It doesn't really matter um, if you if you're a big company or a small company, if you're um, already have some sort of a semblance of CSR in your company, or you really haven't formalized it at all, there's a point for you to jump in, no matter what. And um, that is a truly a, a goal for the CSR committee is to um, give that sort of content that anybody could use, um, whether you're a, a sole proprietor or you're a company with hundreds of employees, anybody can um, implement CSR. Um, it's really about your company's values and its purpose and its identity. And so many companies, especially small businesses, 
really already do this, um, but they just don't formalize it. So um, the toolkit is there to help you with that. And hopefully throughout the 2021, you, you will see some more content similar to the tool, toolkit that you can um, use to implement a program at your company. Yeah, I think that's a really great point that you made. A lot of companies are already doing this, you know, so by sitting down and looking through the toolkit to say, oh, yes, we are, you know, supporting uh, volunteer time or, you know, we have a recycling bin, you know, as you said, CSR covers so much that I think hopefully as people look into it and are understanding the definition more, they're realizing that their businesses are doing this. And I, I so love that all of you have really talked about um, how businesses are, need to be good corporate citizens. You know, we are neighbors to everybody and we are part of this great ecosystem that we have here um, and that we're really working to build each other up. Now, Casey, you've been on the CSR committee for a little bit as well. Why is it important to you to sit on the CSR committee and kind of what have you gotten out of it so far? It's important to me because I believe that we as a community obviously can do so much more together than trying to each stay in our own lane. Um, but more importantly, what I've gotten out of it is it, it's wonderful to know how many people really believe it. You know, this is not just a something we, we do on the side. It, it's many of the people that I serve on the community with this is the way they live and the way they look at living and, and being a contributor in not only the way they work, but in the way they, they decide to spend their time and how they, they treat their job as a part of a, the whole part of the way they approach life. It's amazing to see this continuing to become more and more important. We're all going to benefit. I like the fact that we're even just talking about it. You know, the other day I said CSR in a conversation. Someone said, what is that? And I went into this tangent and talked about how important this is. And I think the more that we're talking about it, the more that people are aware about it. And that's incredibly important. Paul, as a leader, you've been given this great opportunity where you, you can make the decisions and, and see them happening. What's your advice for other community leaders of why, again, it's important to be intentional about giving back? Well, I think it just demonstrates your, your like you, I think you used the word corporate citizenry. Um, I just noticed over the last three years when we really developed a culture, purposely developed a culture around that, we hired people because of their their interest and their passion for volunteering and social responsibility. It really makes a difference to, I think in some cases, our reputation has preceded us, not because of our creativity and marketing, but because of our corporate citizenry, really, to be honest. And because we're involved in the community and we're out there and we're just doing what we can to help, right? Uh, because it's just part of our DNA now at this point. It's part of our hiring practice. It's part of our vendor selection. Um, do our printers use soy-based inks? Is there F are they F F sorry, FSC certified? Um, so those are decisions that go into every aspect of our business. I think people see that. And I think as a leader, it, it, uh, it sets an example. And I just love how so intentional you are about it and really just thinking through those questions. And now that you've brought it up, now it makes me think through them. And now that we have people listening, um, it will help them think through them as well. So thank you for that domino effect. Uh, Beth, well, if you'll close us out here, uh, how can people get involved with the corporate social responsibility? Where can they find this toolkit and how can they get in contact? Well, uh, we always welcome new committee members. Um, so you could reach out to me directly at blopez at phxpkg.com. 
and have a conversation with me directly about joining the committee. Um, you can also find all of our resources um, on the Chamber's website um, on our CSR committee page, including the toolkit. And I would also like to point out that the toolkit itself has some really great resources within it on the uh, final appendix, Appendix B in the toolkit. Um, our programming committee, I think, went above and beyond in supplying um, just link after link and books, um, just a lot of research. So if you're one of those research type of people that really likes to gather a lot of information, it is truly all there for you in the toolkit. Awesome. Thank you so much. And that toolkit is free. It is available to everybody, whether you are a chamber member or not. We really want to be your resource and help guide you for best practices for corporate social responsibility. So we've learned today, corporate social responsibility, CSR, be intentional, start a plan. And thank you so much to all three of you for joining me here today. And to everyone who's on the Corporate Social Responsibility Committee, um, as Beth said, has put so much work into to the programming and into the toolkit. So thank you all for helping us make this community an even greater place than it already is. So thank you for that and thank you for joining us for Inside the Chamber. Inside the Chamber is brought to you by presenting sponsor, Naperville Bank and Trust.